Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7, 3FM. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Hasbun Allah wa Neem al-Wakil. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you out with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Salaam alaikum. It's Tuesday. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. The finance minister will go to parliament tomorrow to present the budget. And there are many expectations. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But today I want to talk about the toll boots and matters arising. And this morning, on behalf of persons living with disability, that's PWDs, we say Adodi, remember us. Adodi, remember us. And you know that the toll boots were closed the toll booths used to be manned by persons living with disability. <clears throat> they were closed without consultation with the persons living with disability. And they lost their jobs and their livelihoods and their families were held and left in the balance. They have written a statement. Let's read the statement together. It's from the Ghana Toll Workers Union. It's dated November 13, 2023. That was yesterday. And it says, immediate release, for immediate release. Non-fulfillment of government's promises made to toll workers after the cessation. It will be recalled that on the 17th of November 2021, after the presentation of the 2022 budget statement and economic policy, the Ministry of Roads and Highways illegally scrapped the collection of road and ferry tolls in Ghana and successfully inked about 800 of all Eh, toll workers onto the growth, growing list of unemployed youths in the country. Our shock and woes was somehow soothed by the promises which accompanied the reading of the budget statement by the Honorable Minister for Finance, Ken Oforiata, who will be in Parliament tomorrow, that all the toll workers will be reassigned to other jobs. This promise was reiterated by Honorable Abib Idrisu. He is a deputy whip on the majority side, when he received on behalf of the majority in Parliament a petition we delivered in Parliament on the 30th of December 2021. He further promised that the government will pay us a monthly allowance to sustain us until we are reassigned. This promise was further confirmed by the Honorable Minister for Roads and Highways on the many occasions we had the opportunity to meet him and his team to discuss our welfare as toll booth workers. It is, however, very sad to state that two years after the government took away our livelihood and right to, a, to live a dignified life, none of the promises it made to us have been fulfilled. This, despite all the pleas we have made on many occasions, we have engaged the relevant uh, authorities, including chief directors, heads of departments, and the Honorable Minister for Roads and Highways, Kwesia Mwakwata. It is surprising and difficult for us to understand why our government is treating us this way, more especially when the cessation was 
through no fault of ours. We want the government to know that we exist and we are still expectant. We further ask our government to respectfully honor its word and bring closure to this stalemate because the situation has become extremely unbearable for us. Signed, Edward Duncan, General Secretary. His phone number is there. You can call. I didn't make this up. Henry Dogbe is the chairman. You can call him. Let's roll back to when Ken Oforiata was in parliament. Wearing his all white with his brown bag presenting the budget for 2022 in 2021. Listen to him. And building our roads are being fixed. It is true that more roads have been fixed and are being fixed over the last five years than any relative period in the entire history of our nation. We even want to do a lot more and this budget will cater for this. That is why for decades, governments after governments imposed and maintained tolls on some public roads to raise funds for road construction and maintenance. This is a situation in many countries. However, over the years, the tolling points have become unhealthy market centers, led to heavy traffic on our roads, lengthened travel time from one place to the other, and impacted negatively on productivity. The congestion generated at the tolling points, besides resting, creating these inconveniences, also leads to pollution in and around the vicinities. To address these challenges, government has abolished all tolls on public roads and bridges. This takes effect immediately. The budget is approved on appropriation. The toll collection personnel, the toll collection personnel will be reassigned. The expected impact on productivity and reduce environmental pollution will more than offset the revenue foregone by removing the tolls. Tolls, Mr. Speaker, would be abolished on all public roads. So that was Ken Oforiata. You heard him. He says the abolishment of the road tolls will take effect after Parliament has approved of the budget and appropriation. He knows what is right that parliament had to approve, first of all, the budget before it comes into being. Let's throw back to when, uh, right after this, 17, 16 November, 17 November, the roads minister, who is a lawyer and a member of parliament and a senior citizen who understands making laws, all right, and also as a lawyer and an officer of the court, defending the law and also as a senior citizen who has lived in this country for longer knows that if you break the law it is the wrong thing to do put his press release up there 17 november from the roads ministry listen to the explanation that was given and this was put together i put this up before on johnny's bite where i showed you that even the quality of ink right the ink had different if you look at if you had seen the original you see that even the, the ink used to write the date was different. Put it up there. Different. And then the signature, totally different. But let's read it together. It's dated the 17th of November 2021. Press release. Cessation of road and bridge toll collection nationwide. 
Following the presentation of the 2022 budget by the Honorable Minister of Finance and on behalf of His Excellency, the President of the Republic of Ghana on Wednesday, November 17, 2021, the Ministry of Roads and Highways hereby directs the cessation of the collection of road and bridge tolls at all locations nationwide. This directive takes effect from the uh, 12 a.m. on Thursday, November 18, 2021. The Motor Traffic and Transport Department of the Ghana Police Service will be on hand to provide security at the toll locations from the effective date. Motorists are kindly advised to approach the locations with caution and observe all measures that will be put in place. The motoring public will be advised of further measures in due course. Signed, Kweswa Makwata MP is the Minister for Roads. It didn't end there. When questions started coming as to why the minister was in a rush to implement this, even though parliament had not approved of the budget and everything else, he said, oh, people were fighting at the 38 tolling points. And so there was violence. And then I read the statement that, uh, put a statement up there again. The statement says that they will send MTTD, that's police officers, to go there, be on guard, to provide security. So how can the police be somewhere providing security and the citizens will be fighting each other over what has not been approved just because they heard it on TV or on radio or saw it online? That is an insult to the, to the intelligent Ghanaian public. That the Ghanaian public is not thinking right. They don't know the difference between a proposal that has been made to their representatives in parliament and that immediately they hear it, they take it hook, line, and sink, and then they jump into That's an insult to all of us, including you. Big insult. And the insult didn't stop there. Honorable Aseche Mensambuzu, who is my majority leader, MP for Swami, some have pecked him that he would be partner to Dr. Baumia in the 2024 elections as vice presidential candidate. He was in parliament. Listen to him. The speaker, my understanding is that yesterday, immediately after the delivery of the budget, confusion arose at the various toll booths. <laughs> Exchange of fisticuffs at the various various tables. The speaker and to avoid further escalation of the confusion and chaos at the tables, the the minister in order to save the situation. <laughs> Came with that directive. Mr. Speaker, that really is what happened. The minister wanted to save the situation as to whether it conformed to legality. That was another matter. That is another matter. But the minister acted timelessly to save life and property. The speaker, that is why that is why the directive was not about the suspension of the law. The minister could not have suspended the law. He only dealt with the operationalization 
of the law in place. You see, can, can we be treated with some level of respect? How can a majority leader be saying this in parliament, suggesting that the people do not understand the difference between a proposal, a tax proposal, for e-levy? The truth of the matter is that if the people were indeed misbehaving, why has Ghana police not arrested anybody at the 38 tolling points? And is the majority leader with the road minister able to tell us with their experience and with their age and with their pedigree in this country, able to tell us which of the 38 tolling points people were fighting at? They have to be good citizens. They have to teach the younger generation, the next generation, that when you see crime being committed, you report the crime. Did they do that? So this whole charade, and I'll tell you something. Government had hoped that we will announce imposition of e-levy. The people might get angry at it, but then we will first announce that we have canceled road tolls. The people will jubilate, and then we will sneak in e-levy. That backfired. That backfired. And so when that backfired, now these flimsy excuses came to be. That certainly backfired. When that backfired, this was then the approach that we should be told Kwekwanasi stories in our own country as if we do not understand English and we do not know the workings of parliament. As if this was the very first budget that was ever going to be read to us. Now there's a U-turn by the same minister. A certain U-turn. But before we get to the U-turn, Show me a photograph of the Honorable Minister for Roads shaking hands with a person living with disability. And we all applauded that. Look, when the first batch of 74 people, 74 people were given the opportunity to say, as for the Tobu Joint, it is for persons living with disability. We all applauded the government. Here he was shaking hands with persons living with disability. He was given that reassuring and iconic and symbolic handshake. Today, can the Honorable Minister, who has failed together with the government to honor a simple promise to the people, go and shake hands with a person living with disability after keeping them hungry for how many years and how many months? Some of them have died, they told us here on sunrise. Some of them have died out of hunger and misery. And it makes us question whether we have a certain fellow feeling or whether when we say we are in this together, we actually mean it. It, it makes us question. That was an iconic handshake with smiles. Today, that handshake, can it happen again? That same handshake, can that handshake happen again? Was it not the same minister who told us at his vetting that if we are paying so low in Ghana and that toll, toll rates will be increased? He said it. Nanado, thankfully, has not changed him as minister for roads and highways. And his KPI was given on the 11th of January, 2017. The videos are there. So his KPI mandate has not changed. And he told us what he was going to do at the vetting table. 
So what actually ran through his mind when as a lawyer and as a member of parliament in good standing and long standing MP, what went through his mind when he was taking that decision which had not been approved because we had all as a country by our representatives agreed that in 2021 the toll booths were going to be a revenue line. Will he be reprimanded by the president who appointed him? I don't know. Will he be ever be cited for causing financial loss to the state by the attorney general? I don't know. Did he actually cause us financial loss because he himself has admitted that we get about 70 million? So will the roads minister be held for his irresponsible and ill-thought decision? I don't know. Throw back to Dr. Baumia. Because I'm talking about tolls today and the toll booth, uh, the, the operators who have been sent home, who are hungry, whose rent have run out, who call us on a daily basis, who are written statements, and the rest. Now, play for me Dr. Mahmoud Baumia's video, where he said that we do not need to go and borrow. All we need to do is to toll the roads, get money to construct the roads that we want. Mind you, we have had a year of roads, the second year of roads, and another year of roads. We have borrowed money. You can talk about Sino Hydro and all the other ones. The concrete road that Dr. Baumia promised us has not come to light, but we know bore. But he, he was very emphatic in opposition when he was delivering a series of lectures. He says, we don't need to borrow. We need to toll the road. So at what point did government decide that it abandoned Dr. Baumier's vision of tolling the roads to get money to construct roads and that we were going to cancel it and put in its place E-Levy instead? Because nobody was complaining about road tolls. Nobody. Play the video for me. We don't have to borrow money from anywhere. Just toll the various sections of the road and we'll raise the money to do the roads in Ghana. We don't have to borrow money from anywhere. Just toll the various sections of the road and we'll raise the money to do the roads in Ghana. What did Dr. Baumia say when the cancellation of road tolls was said? Because this was what he said, that we don't have to borrow. We only have to toll the roads and then we will get money to construct the roads that we want. Go around the country, see the bad roads. The Tamamoto Way is no longer a death trap, as people de describe it. The Tamamoto Way has now become a horror movie. The Tamamoto Way is now a horror movie. And those who ply that road on a daily basis towards our industrial hub and back from our industrial hub, they know that it is a horror movie. I'm not the one saying it. And the Tamamoto Way reflects the true state of the nation. We need to set up. But the minister also took a U-turn. Oh, yes, he took a U-turn. He has not apologized. He has not been held liable. He has not been reprimanded by the appointing authority. He has not been punished in any way. He has not regretted. Listen to his tone. Listen to him. Uh, highways, when built to the right specification, will come with towing facilities. But those towing facilities, you know, uh, will be electronic uh, towing facilities. It won't come like the form we used to have in the past where uh, uh, people were in a queue for a very long time. Getting yeah. a whole year. We were getting an average an average of 78 million, you know, cities. Hmm? 
if you deduct salaries and whatever from it, how much is left? Depending upon the ground condition, that amount of money cannot even build 10 kilometers of road. And I'm saying, no, depending upon the ground condition of the road that you want to con construct. If all of us had contributed to the E-Levy, the e eh, it would have brought in a lot of money to replace the, the original tobus. No, and we would have built more roads for ourselves. Tolls have not been cancelled or abolished, you know, you know, the law is still there. So if, if, if they have to be in the queue for two, three hours, four hours, and you get there and you pay 50 pesos, Ghana was paying the lowest toll in the whole world. I challenge anybody who can tell me any country which was paying tolls lower than Ghana. We were paying the lowest toll in the whole world, okay? Meanwhile, we want excellent, good roads in our country. And rightly so. If every Ghanaian, including you, you yourself, myself, yes, we want good things. We must be prepared to 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 pay for. Tolls, if they should come back, you know, gradually, one way or the other, it will come in a different form. We will no longer be paying the 50 uh, pesos and the, the one CDs and, no, it will come. If you travel uh, 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 abroad, no, tolls, Eh? And many people travel abroad, okay? Toast, very expensive, okay? Toast are very expensive abroad. That is why, and that's how come they are able to build good roads. Mr. Mr. Minister, the first challenge you should be giving yourself respectfully is to challenge yourself to admit that you got it wrong and to apologize to the people of Ghana. The second challenge you should be giving yourself, sir, is to acknowledge that you shortchanged us of the 70 million we would have made in 2021 because of that ill-thought decision that you made on the 17th of November 2021 and that you should apologize for it and you should honorably, if there's any honor at all, maybe leave office or take some punishment for it. Because the argument is not about how low or cheap we are paying. The argument was that you say people were fighting, people were causing mayhem, and that the traffic will be reduced. Has the Kaswa traffic reduced because you canceled toll boots? Has the Kaswa traffic reduced because you canceled toll boots? The Kaswa traffic is still. Kaswa, Kaswa people know. When I finish, they will call in. They will tell us the traffic is still there. So your argument, like the, the, during the COVID, your argument are for flat. Flat. And you cannot, you cannot continue like that. So this whole U10 thing, because, because we, we are smart. We are very, very smart people. And you cannot assume that, oh, because you are now talking about uh, the, we need good roads and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Who sent you, boss? They say, wait for parliament to approve. You didn't wait. You have sacked persons living with disabilities. They are hungry. You made promises that they will be reassigned. You made promises that the allowances will be paid to them. You have not done all of those ones. You are talking about reimposition of the road tolls. And the, the, the interesting thing is that you have people around the minister who were looking into his face, who knew that what he was saying wasn't adding up, but they were listening anyway. And when, if he had been in a press conference, they would have finished and applauded him. They are the very ones leading our leaders on to mislead us. 
what the minister did was wrong, and in any serious country, he would still not be minister. But he's the president's friend. The president likes to keep his old friends around. He's the president's relative, I'm told. So he likes to keep his family and friends around as well. You cause financial loss to the state. If Johnny Hughes had done it, it would have been a big story. And it is also very, very disingenuous and erroneous, Mr. Minister, to suggest that we are not paying the E-Levy. We pay E-Levy. The E-Levy backfired because you failed to properly consult. In fact, you said that you were going to consult 16 regions. You only did six regions, aborted, rushed back to parliament, didn't listen to people like Issa and the rest were telling you to drop the rates down to 0.5. You didn't listen. Ahumaswa Krasi, Jay Krasi, Enumda Krasi, Ahantan Krasi. That is what has brought us where we are. That is what has brought us where we are. If you would pause and listen a bit and not assume that you knew everything and, 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 and pause that you don't know everything, we will not be where we are. You are punishing persons living with disability, but you are happy taking your salary every single month with per diems when you travel, with your fuel, with your house allowance, with your house boy, everything else. You are busy taking the pegs. Have you thought about those people? Your PAs and your deputies, they are all happy taking all their pegs. Have you thought about those people? Persons living with disabilities, so people who are crutches, people who sit on wheelchairs, people who are half blind, those kind of people. Those people. You have disadvantaged them with just a stroke of the pen, signing off what nobody sent you to sign. But because you know your boss will do nothing to you, you have done it and you have come back with a certain level of impudence to tell us that we are paying so cheap. Good morning. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise.